0: Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast episode on our Laderini platform. My name is Lola Ponovic and I'm a junior researcher at the European Policy Center TEP from Belgrade. Um, Laderini is a regional platform for young people from the Western Balkans. This platform gives young people a space to express themselves on important topics from environmental issues, freedom on the internet uh, to issues of democracy and the rule of law. You can visit us at www.madadarini.org and find blogs, podcasts, infographics, vote, watch footage from our events. Uh, this platform is available in all languages of the Western Balkans as well as in English. Today, we have the absolute honor to welcome His Excellency Carlo Cascio, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Ms. Jovana Popova, a young leader from the Western Balkans. In her State of the Union address on 15th of September 2021, President of the European Commission Ursula von der Leyen announced that 2022 will be the European Year of Youth. Wunderland noted that Europe needs division, vision the engagement and participation of all young people to build a better future, which is greener, uh, more inclusive and digital. With this proposal, Europe is striving to give young people more and better opportunities for the future. This is particularly why, based on a proposal of the Italian foreign minister Luigi Di Maio, the EU Balkan Forum, called uh, by the Regional Cooperation Council, RCC from Sarajevo, the Regional Coopera- Youth Cooperation Office, RAICO from Tirana, Study Center for International Politics from Rome, and Osservatorio Balcani Caucaso Trans Europea from Trento and funded by the Italian Ministry of Foreign Affairs and International Corporation, an opportunity for the youth from entire continent was created uh, to discuss common issues, face policymakers, and mobilize new energies from below, facilitating the emergence of a young transnational network to engineer new initiatives and bring about fresh views in both the EU and the Balkan integration. So the forum was held in November 2021, and it lasted for four days in which Over 88 young leaders and mentors from 33 countries uh, work together in finding solutions to common problems and issues. Divided into five working groups, each had an opportunity to present their ideas to high-level officials and all relevant stakeholders. The working, group was, the working groups were as follows. The working group one, the new EU between go- governmental cooperation and democracy from below. Working group two, united in diversity beyond past wars. Working group three, one continent, one environment. Working group four, one market, many challenges. And lastly, working group five, many societies and one virtual space. With all this being said, let us turn to our first guest today, His Excellency Lokasho. Welcome to the podcast. So you've been an ambassador to Serbia for a few years now. Can you tell us more about the work the Italian embassy has engaged in Serbia in 2021?
1: Well, before starting, let me thank you and thank the European Policy Center. It's a real pleasure to start this podcast today. Well, of course, 2021 has been a fruitful, although demanding, year because of the effects the pandemic outbreak had on our activities. Despite this, we worked very hard to further improve the already excellent bilateral relations between Italy and Serbia. The Italian Foreign Minister Luigi Di Maio came here to Serbia, and Minister Selakovic also visited Italy, demonstrating once again the strong political, economic, and cultural relations between Belgrade and Rome. As you know, we were also very much involved in supporting the progress of the European path of Serbia. By welcoming the reforming process started by the Serbian government and by promoting the opening of new clusters in the negotiations for the EU accession at international level, as recommended by the Commission, they recognize the strong commitment of the Serbian authorities. Last but not least, last year we achieved the record in bilateral trade exchange between Italy and Serbia, equal to four billion, more than 4 billions of euros. And considering the challenging circumstances, well, let me tell you that this was a real success.
0: Well, now let's take a turn to the EU Balkan Forum that was held that I talked about. Uh, How did the embassy support the individuals that have been chosen to participate in this forum prior
1: to its start? Uh, first of all, let me tell you that uh, the EU-Balkan Youth Forum is an Italian initiative in the in first place, uh, at, as it was initiated from a proposal of the Italian Foreign Minister Luigi Di Maio. Its aim is to support the spreading of a European sentiment among youngsters, giving youth coming from each of the six Western Balkan countries, as well as from the EU member states, the opportunity to discuss common issues, while mobilizing new energies in a bottom-up process that would facilitate the emergence of a new young network to engineer new initiatives and bring about fresh views on the EU and Balkan integration. I have to tell you that we receive a very high number of applications and the Italian MFA had to make a very difficult selection among many outstanding CVs We engaged with selected participants from the very first moment, and we also met with them in person, I did it, to discuss the key topics of the forum, as well as about the motivation for the initiative.
0: With this, I would like to turn to our other guest today. Uh, I want to welcome Jovana Popova, a young leader from the Western Balkans who attended this forum in Rome. Jovana, welcome. Thank you. So first of all, I want to ask you, how did you see this call for applications um, why was it interesting to you? Why did you decide to apply and attend this forum? I've seen the call for applications uh, at my social medias
2: and several uh, pages that I follow um, shared the, the call. And I decided to, to apply because this is really an area that I'm uh, truly interested in. It's the European Union and uh, also the Western Balkans towards uh, getting to the membership uh, to the union, so I really wanted to, to apply, and when I saw that uh, it is uh, an opportunity strictly for young, young people, I thought that uh, this would be the best time and uh, the best way to gain an experience of such, uh, such events, and also to hear what other young people from the uh, rest of the region and also from the entire union think about uh, some issues that are really important uh,
0: to every young person uh, in europe so tell me about your background how did your background prepare you for the pre- for the participation in this forum well
2: i am educated in this very area I finished uh, my bachelor's in international relations and I specialized in European integration in my final year and now I'm a master student of European studies and I also work in academia uh, regarding the European Union and similar questions so this is really in my area and I think that not only me but um, all other people from Serbia and from the Western Balkans really had uh, Amazing background and knowledge on these issues, mm-hmm. and we uh, really managed to um, familiarize other young people from the rest of the the, the continent with some issues that are really. Um, they're
0: really uh, spe- specifically uh, related to, mm-hmm. to, to the region. So from what I'm understanding is that not everyone had the same background. Not everyone was a political scientist. Not everyone was practically a lawyer. So what was it? Tell me more about working with people from other disciplines, like, and even working with people from um, the EU. I'm sure it's quite different than working with people that are kind of with the same education and same contextual upbringing that you've had. Well, um,
2: most of the, the people who participated are actually political scientists. Oh, right. Right. They are <laughs> uh, currently studying mm-hmm. uh, that field or law, but um, not uh, 100% uh, because we, uh, we also team from Serbia had a uh, participant who uh, is actually um, more interested in environmental questions uh regarding the topics that we were discussing at the forum but she is uh, actually uh, studying chemistry she really found found a way to uh, um, add value to this forum and to apply her knowledge in in specific areas such as environmental um, issues so uh, i would say that as i said um, people from serbia uh, (laughs) and from the uh, rest of the region really know the best what is happening at the moment in the region and also uh, they know uh, a lot about uh, our past but some people from the rest of uh, the europe from the eu member states uh, also are very interested in the mm-hmm. region some of them studied here as well and some of them are just <laughs> interested and know something but not all of them i must say that we had some people who um, didn't know almost anything about uh, the wars that happened here mm-hmm. or the accession uh, process of um, Western Balkan partners. So I I think that was uh, that w- we managed to um, bridge that gap because we were all very enthusiastic mm-hmm. and we all wanted to learn from each other. So I think that wasn't the problem, especially in my working group, which is quite um, broad. Let's say we can we could have. Um, and deal with many, many different questions. So we decided to stick to the questions that we can really uh, benefit and uh, that we can uh, find uh, a mutual uh, opinion on, on mm-hmm. those issues. So... Um, yes, we also had uh, another working group that was uh, strictly dealing with uh, reconciliation, for example. But my friend will talk about it.
0: Perfect, I'm In looking forward episode. to that. Yes. So let's turn back to your working group. So let's say um, the title of your working group was the new EU between governmental cooperation and democracy from below. So That's I want right. to. I want to hear more about this. Tell me more about the working group you were involved in about this theme of democracy from below. um, And what does it mean to you? What does it what did it mean to your um, counterparts and your colleagues, but also, what was your decision on working? Like, how did you find the best ways of working towards the resolving of identified issues? Well,
2: uh, to to the last question, I don't really know. It was (laughs) quite a spontaneous uh, process. I would say because we were discussing and uh, really brainstorming Mm -hmm. uh, on different elements uh, of of this topic. So we managed to recognize several issues and to address them in in every area. So um, as you said, our um, working group was named the new EU between governmental cooperation and democracy from below. So we decided to split Uh, that topic to three elements so uh, the new eu Mm -hmm. uh, second is governmental cooperation and the third one is democracy from below and we decided to um, target one or more uh, issues in every of the uh, of these uh, little areas and to recommend something so uh, but i must say that our recommendations uh, for some issues are quite um, general, let's say, and maybe, uh, you know, formal and political. But for other issues, we managed to um, come up with some um, quite concrete ideas and something that I'm sure
0: will make it as a project proposal Mm -hmm. in future months. Can you tell me more about the actual working group? So you said you divided it into three parts. So tell me about the each part.
2: Well, the first one is governmental cooperation. Uh, we, it's not the first in, in the name of the, the working group, but we decided to deal that issues uh, first. Um, we uh, recognize the problem that some areas uh, take uh, a lot of money and time to uh, actually show uh, concrete results, and that those areas are perhaps uh, slowing down the accession process of uh, candidate. Uh, countries so we uh, decided to propose something like uh, the verification and cooperation mechanism that was used in case of uh, Romania and Bulgaria which mm-hmm. is a mechanism that basically uh, makes um, the new members uh, member states Uh, they make a certain path after they uh, become uh, members. So you don't have to fulfill all the requirements before uh, becoming a member state, Mm -hmm. but you have some uh, time limits to achieve uh, some progress uh, after you you become a member state. And we decided that it would be a good idea to uh, use this mechanism in all future accession uh, processes and that it, it should be... Uh, just flexible, depending on the country. If some country is dealing with uh, problems uh, regarding um, environmental issues, because that area really <laughs> takes yeah, a relax. lot of money and and uh, and time, so maybe that would be an area where you can use this uh, permanent. now permanent uh, mechanism also it would be good to use it in the same areas uh, as it was used and it it is it is uh, still in case of romania and bulgaria for example um, uh, rule of law and uh, i don't know some uh, some areas within that uh, like uh, fight against uh, organized crime Mm -hmm. or corruption etc so that was one of the the ideas to spread that mechanism and use it in in all future uh, cases Uh, Another issue was uh, dealing with uh, still ongoing uh, COVID situation because at the moment when we went to to Italy, we um, had a lot of um, uh, problems entering uh, the country, especially people coming from the Western Balkans. And we recognized uh, uh, quite a paradox, uh, actually, because uh, most of those partners uh, got their vaccines uh, throughout um, some uh, procurement from uh, the member states or mm-hmm. the EU itself. But um, when you say that way, you should definitely enter countries if you are using their vaccines. But unfortunately, even if you are vac- vaccinated with a vaccine that is, for example, coming from, I don't know, from Germany or it's coming as a, um, as a gift from, from the Union, you cannot enter member states uh, anyway but people who are uh, living for example in portugal and they are vaccinated with the same vaccine they could enter italy so i think and we all think that it's quite um, unfair yeah. so we wanted to uh, to um, send a message that there are some areas uh, of people's lives that should not be politicized and that you cannot discriminate people uh, in that way based on mm-hmm. uh, on the country they are coming from yeah. especially if we want uh, to to all be one big um, community and and family so that is uh, another another uh, recommendation we had in the area of governmental cooperation so yes. they are quite um, um, they're a bit concrete but not as much as the the one uh, dealing with the democracy from below mm-hmm. uh, element in that area we decided to actually make uh, a project it's not still written but i hope it will be uh, soon we decided to uh, make something like um, exchange something like students ex- exchange but uh, dealing with uh, cso's and mm-hmm. people working in different organizations think tanks so they can go travel to to the from the uh, european union to the western balkans or, or vice versa and to actually gather some experiences and knowledges from uh, those organizations that they can uh, later implement in their own uh, work so we think That is uh, something quite uh, interesting, especially because um, Erasmus project is uh, very successful, so we can maybe uh, manage to create
0: something similar in this area. Okay. so tell me more about this project. Has it taken off? You said it's not written, but have you received any support from? I mean, you've had the opportunity to present these ideas to the Minister of Foreign Affairs, Di Maio. Dubrak Pašujca was there. Um, There were some really high level officials. Did you see a reaction to your proposals? Was there any support? Are you currently getting support in implementation of this project?
2: Uh, yes, which is uh, very, very. Um, it, it really brings you a positive energy to 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 continue working on this. and uh, the words. Uh, we had not only uh, Minister Di Maio and uh, Vice President Schweitzer. We also um, had the opportunity to present at the plenary uh, session, uh, which was held uh, the last day we were in Rome. Uh, we had the opportunity to also speak to ambassador of Western Balkan countries in Rome, and also uh, some uh, very uh, very distinguished people were present, such as professors and uh, Italian diplomats and um, politicians and also Italian politicians that uh, really know a lot about uh, our our region. So uh, in front of my group, on behalf of my group, uh, I was the one who was presenting mm-hmm. those recommendations. So, uh, oh, that must that have was, been an honor. Yes, a huge honor. And it, it all turned out quite well. All the speakers were amazing. And I think that uh, everyone uh, thinks that uh, the forum was... Uh, very successful as a whole and the, the plenary session was also successful. But we are also um, besides from a positive reaction on, on that day, we have um, a huge support by the Italian Ministry. Uh, of foreign affairs and their embassies in, in the countries that uh, and partners that were uh, participating in the forum. And I think that uh, they will support us on, on these uh, project proposals. But unfortunately, our is still not uh, finished. I think that in future months we should be, uh, uh, we should get to work and um, maybe around... Uh, may or june uh, we should uh, propose this because i'm i'm not sure about the right uh, timetable but um, the conference on the future of europe is uh, one of the events or processes that should be uh, somehow connected to this forum so our cl- conclusions should be presented there mm-hmm. and um, we were very very honored when we heard that uh, minister Di Maio decided to um, present himself three recommendations from the plenary session and two of them were from our working group the wow. first working group so that was uh, that <laughs> meant a lot to, to us and we really believe that this is an opportunity that we t- truly give uh, voice to young people mm-hmm. that is not just uh, some <laughs> nice story but we really see their effort and after all this was minister's uh, idea it was uh, his uh, initiatives uh, initiative, and especially, I think, because he's uh, quite young still, I think that he really values uh, the, the the opinion and points of view
0: of, of young people. I mean, this really rarely happens. I mean, yes, I have a background yes. in youth politics, and I know how much we've tried and how much everyone tries to get to those people that actually can do something. And I'm quite, to be quite honest with you, I'm quite jealous that you had this opportunity <laughs> to um, be heard, not yes. only, and just to be heard. I mean, that's all we ask for youth activists and people like we have really good um, ideas and proposals. So I'm very proud of you for all of this and very jealous you. of you. So I'm quite glad to hear that it has taken off and that you're getting support that you need in this process. So to close this up, this conversation, I want to know what do you want to say to the young people that are listening to us? Would you encourage them to participate in these things? Would you say, what would you say to them? Well, I would
2: say the same thing I wanted to say you <laughs> to you right now
0: when you said that you are jealous because
2: um the forum was very successful and I think everyone is very content and happy with how it turned out. so I think that uh, this should become and uh, I think the organizers also believe that this would be a nice tradition to to keep on going and to um I don't know maybe, maybe something will change, but I think that next year we will have. Uh, some forum like uh, like this. Uh, I don't know if if it will be in Italy or somewhere else. But uh, this is not definitely um, a single uh, event that happened and and never again. So I think that uh, young people will still have uh, opportunities to be respected and to to be heard and to also exchange uh, opinions and uh, knowledge with their uh, with other youngsters from uh, around the continent and. Uh, I would say not only regarding this forum that uh, all young people uh, should really uh, use the opportunities uh, they get, uh, the opportunities uh, their country provides them uh, or some organizations, um, European Union, especially when you are from uh, from the Western Balkans region, now we are a part of uh, the Erasmus Plus network, so it basic- basically works as if you are uh eu uh citizens so uh, there is a lot of op- opportunities and i think that uh, young people should use them and uh to and i w- i would encourage them to um get informed because i think that uh, not all of these opportunities are talked about mm-hmm. a lot so i think that they should uh, individually try to 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 dig out something that will really be interesting for them. And those are all very valuable experiences and it makes your heart warm and it really makes you proud to,
0: to be part of something like this. Thank you, Jovana, for this. Uh, these were His Excellency Locascio, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Jovana Popova, a young leader, and you were listening to the Madrini podcast. See you next time and goodbye.